This is the Sunday Worship Podcast. Hello and welcome to Sunday Worship. My name is Sam Davidson and it's great to join with you on the fourth Sunday of Advent. It's nearly Christmas. Our guest speaker today is Lieutenant Joel Watson and he's going to be concluding our Advent theme of comfort and joy as he speaks about the goodness revealed. And we'll hear the Bible reading from Luke chapter 1, verses 46 to 55, and it's from the contemporary English version. Mary said, With all my heart I praise the Lord, and I am glad because of God my Saviour. God cares for me, his humble servant. From now on all people will say, God has blessed me. God all-powerful has done great things for me, and his name is holy. He always shows mercy to everyone who worships him. The Lord has used his powerful arm to scatter those who are proud. God drags strong rulers from their thrones and puts humble people in places of power. God gives the hungry good things to eat and sends the rich away with nothing. God helps his servant Israel and is always merciful to his people. The Lord made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his family forever. Let me take you back. It's 2008. You've got a nice beverage in hand as you sit back to relax for the evening in front of the TV. And Shane Ritchie appears on screen. It's not EastEnders, so don't panic. But he's hosting a show called Don't Forget the Lyrics. Perhaps you remember it. The person playing the game would have to work their way through a series of music categories, having to choose from a smallest of songs from different artists. The contestant would then sing along as the music played, karaoke style, before the music would suddenly stop, and the game player would have to finish the lyric or sing the next line of the song to progress through the game in the hope to take home a large cash prize. The game player would also have three friends that they've chosen to be beside them, that they could call upon for support, but they could only ask once. And it's a game that I always felt confident that I could give it a good go, especially as I would have Chris Donaldson with me, one of my best mates from school. Chris seemed to know almost every song somehow, And his lyrical knowledge became even more noticeable at the very reality that he couldn't sing a note in tune. He was like an out-of-tune jukebox with a thousand songs at his disposal. Music is a wonderful tool in helping us to remember. For many of us, music will have no doubt helped us in remembering some of the promises of God in his word. Think back to your Sunday school days. But as numerous new songs are written and released every day across the globe, there are some certain songs and lyrics that seem to have the power to stand the test of time and remain on our lips as the world continues in moving forward. Well, today we hear again the great song of Mary, whose lyrics we would do well to keep on our lips even these many years later. We read in Luke chapter 1, starting at verse 46. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on all generations will call me blessed, 
For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. We see and know ourselves how intimately involved in the story of Christmas Mary is, and we see the comfort and joy of God experienced in Mary from the words of reassurance spoken by the angel Gabriel that Mary need not be afraid, to the praise and rejoicing that we can almost hear for ourselves as we read Mary's song in Luke chapter 1, as Mary digests and realises the truth of the unravelling of God's long-standing promise of which she will play a vital role in fulfilling. And while we're not given all too much information about Mary and the wider narrative of scripture, we know enough. And Mary's song reveals a wonderful insight into the thoughts and feelings at this significant time as she feels the need to give expression to the convictions of her heart. A song of passion and enthusiasm, quite unlike the gentle and tender Mary that we often see portrayed in the paintings. This is a strong, heartfelt hymn which speaks about the power structures of the world being pulled down, about the power of God and the powerlessness of humanity. When we think about the power of music, and particularly Christian music, we're reminded of the helpfulness of scripture for making a song our own prayer. The Psalms are a prime example of the great plethora of emotions that we experience throughout our lives, and we can identify with them, put ourselves and our own life's circumstances into those words and find it as a prayer of our own. And Mary too gave a song that had already been partly written, which she could step into. It echoes another hymn of praise, which Hannah prayed in 1 Samuel chapter 2, as she too had learned that she would have a child. It praises God for lifting up the lowly, for bringing life to those who feel most crushed or left out. Here we see the experience of many women throughout the Old Testament coming to life in the mouth of Mary, who was touched by the power of the Holy Spirit, who humbly and obediently made way for the will of God to unfold, and who was filled with the Spirit while she sang of God's coming into the world. The nature of God is often found to be so contrasting to the voices of the world. For example, grace goes against everything that the world would have us believe. But this is exactly part of his beauty. That sovereign God would humble himself to come to us, to live among unworthy, sinful us, come as a baby so vulnerable, completely dependent, who lived like us, suffered as we suffer and beyond, would love us to the greatest depths that we might be raised with him to the glory of God. Holy God who is set apart, yet also God Almighty, who in his great grace and deepest love draws near to us, who in the most powerful manifestation of himself comes and lives with us in the midst of lowliness. 
Into a world still in need of justice is the exact world that God incarnate came to usher in a new way that will eventually see all creation restored. And so it is poor Mary, plain and simple, outcast Mary, who finds favour with God to be the carrier of his son. And it's met with an anthem of praise to the one who alone is worthy of it. For Mary glimpses the truth that the world is yet to realise that God is at work, that the spirit of God is moving, the key jigsaw piece that sets everything else in place and catches the vision of God's magnificent redemptive creation plan. Goodness revealed, God made known, exposed that we might discover him. For in the advent of Jesus, we ourselves can realise the great depths that almighty God will go to show his love in action. Love coming to that which was his own and revealing to us his glory in Jesus who came to dwell amongst us. God has come to us in Jesus, tabernacled amongst us as John puts it in his gospel. Where once the tabernacle housed the presence of God and was at safe distance from the people, God loved the world so much that he came to live among us as one of us expressing his deep willingness to bring union with his creation through a love that was truly magnified in his son. And so it is Jesus that earth and heaven are brought together. Furthermore, Mary's song still rings true, a song of hope knowing that there is more, that this world with all of its brokenness and injustice is not all that there is, because in Jesus we understand God brings about a new exodus in which there is freedom for anyone who will receive him, because a saviour is born and his name is Jesus. As Mary sings in the face of injustice and imbalance, she sings with conviction because God is faithful. Christ is among us and is revealing to us continually the fullness of his glory in which a moment of grace translates into a lifetime of grace. Mary's song then is about what God wants for his people, what he has done for his people and all that he will do. This is Emmanuel. He is the Messiah. And in the reality of Jesus' humanity and vulnerability, the utter dependence of the Christ child is a supreme expression of God's sovereignty as his power is exclusively displayed. Perhaps the image of vulnerability and dependence of the all-powerful God as a helpless baby is a challenge to us as we seek to live as disciples of Jesus. In all this, we can take heart because God is as near as ever, ready to enter into our lives again, assuring us of his holy presence that we might truly grasp and be filled to the measure of the fullness of God's love and closeness and grace. And so all that's left is to gather this all up in worship and to join with the rejoicing song of Mary, glorifying the Lord and rejoicing in God our Saviour, trusting in his promises and affirming who we know God to be, good, 
gracious, holy, compassionate and revealing God whose very name and nature is love. Since the beginning of time, God, who is love, had a great salvation plan for you and for me. A plan that we might be redeemed, forgiven and given true fullness of life in Jesus. As the words written by General John Gowans remind us, and words that are for you and for me this Christmas, God is hidden no more. He has spoken his mind, wrapped the gift of his love in the stuff of mankind. And now his nature is known. God is love, undefiled, and his love is revealed in the face of a child. God is love, love indwelling and outflowing, love that is present, love that is acting, and love that is making all things new. God bless you.
benediction from Numbers chapter 6. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Happy Christmas, goodbye and God bless.